Hello everyone and this is WDW Happy Hour. My name is Catherine and I am here with my fellow podcast members, Scott. Hello. Rob. Greetings. Holly. Hello. And Matthew. Hi, Matthew. Full name. Okay. Yeah. Episode <laughs> number 61 and you're in trouble. <laughs> we really got 61 already. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Nope. Welcome back. Yeah, I know. I've been gone. <laughs> Um, so we have a fun episode that we have one of our rankings again, so we're excited to bring this to you, our listeners. Um, but as we start all of our episodes, we will be doing our top in it off segment. And Scott, I believe you are up. Yes, yes, it is me this week. <laughs> it is. Um, I decided to go in a different direction with it this time. Um, when- I went with food. <laughs> <laughs> Put it in a blender, and it can become a drink. (laughs) No. um, This one comes from Animal Kingdom, but it's not a drink that you would define as refreshing. It actually comes from, um, and I'm blanking on the the lounge attached to Tiffin's. Oh, Nomad? Nomad Lounge. The Gnome. Yeah. Our number one pick. (laughs) Catherine's rolling her eyes. This is Mustang Coffee. Which what? is Crown Royal, brown sugar, and butter with hot coffee. And I had this one night around 9 o'clock at night when we were still going strong. I kind of had a buzz. sleep until 3. <laughs> kept me going. Kept me going strong for the rest of the night. Butter. Is there alcohol in that? I, didn't, I missed it. Yeah, Crown Royal. <laughs> okay, Crown Royal. And coffee. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's not... And butter. Alcohol, obviously. Mmm, Butter. So, you know, it's like a, it's like a hot toddy. Does it really, like, does it look, is it, like, creamy? Yeah, I mean, it looks like coffee. It looks like hot chocolate, actually, if you... Oh. Oh. Okay. I've heard of people putting, uh, like, coconut oil in coffee. Yeah, like, little globs. Yeah, and it (laughs) kind of just, like, becomes an oil slick on top. Right. So, I guess that's what the butter kind of does. Yeah, I remember being very rich. Mm. Probably terribly unhealthy. It's, and it's hot? It's hot. It was, like, a, a hot beverage. Oh wow. boy! Was I with you when you got? Yeah, we were all there. This this was the night it. we were at uh, the, Nomad Lounge, the big table at Nomad. Yeah. Lounge? Oh man, I, I have no idea. I had no that. recollection that you were. <laughs> well, I think everybody was a little bit toasty. You know. Bonnie remembered this Cause entire that, event. That Sunday was the day we had brunch, so oh, yeah. like this was uh, nine was o'clock on that day. day. Yeah. You know, so we were three sheets. Yeah. You don't remember that? That was the day. We no, and that has no Savannah. Oh yeah, no, I wasn't. I wasn't bad. No, I. Uh, you never. <laughs> I remember it, but I don't remember seeing you drink. Yeah, yeah. Me I usually remember what everybody gets too. I'm pretty, pretty good about that. I also had those uh, vinegared potatoes that were really oh, good. Oh yeah, you really like. I that. did really like those. <laughs> anyway, that's not yeah, the that's top not of it off, but that's a non-standard drink for us. It was that's not refreshing. Good. Yeah, that's probably good for like a. Like, Late December, night. January, February. Yeah, if you're there for the marathon or something. Yeah, yeah we don't want to drink that in the, the thick of <laughs> August. Or... No, no, no. And I drank it in May. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you go. Yeah, but we were up late last that night. Yeah. Like, yeah, Pandora was open. Like, I mean, we, we were in we line around. until around midnight. So yeah. That's true. That we, yeah. Then we ran out of there and went and got a couple drinks for uh, Avatar. Yeah, so... Yeah, really good choices to be made that <laughs> All right, well, thanks, Scott. Sure. And then, um, Rob, you got yeah. some news? We do. It's it, it, it was slow. So I guess the first thing we could we could talk about is um, Toy Story Land opening at Disney 
Hollywood Studio. I forgot. Yeah. I almost said Disney, Disney Springs, Springs for some reason. I don't know why. Um, so that opened last Saturday, the thirtieth. <laughs> it opened last Sunday. Oh, last Sunday. No, Saturday. Saturday. You're correct. Saturday, yeah, Saturday 30th. the thirtieth. Uh, crowds were insane. insane. Yeah, yeah, five. Back to like baseline. Here's the thing that I didn't understand of 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 seeing coverage of it. So there was a line to get into the land mm-hmm. that was three, four hours. And then there was the line for Slinky Dog Coaster. I didn't understand the logistics of trying to get in. The, like, did you have to enter the land to then get in line? Or was there, a separate, Dog? Or was there I, a separate line outside? One for just entering general admission style. Right. And one for you want to get in and get in line for the coaster. I don't know either. And I, I was thinking that Of all too. the things I saw, I couldn't figure out that, like... Because that's Nobody not ever... how Pandora was. Pandora was just the line to get into the land, and then if you wanted to wait for Flight of Passage, you then got right. in line for Flight of Passage. Then I would assume so it's like that, in. but... But there were two di- There were two different lines. It was weird. Well, then maybe one was a line for Slinky Dog Coaster, and one was just a line to get in. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, the, the Slinky Dog got up to... <laughs> what over five, five hours? hours? Was it the Slinky Dog <laughs> yeah. was that long? Yeah, Slinky Dog. I, I know the next day and the f- next few days it was nothing close. To, I mean, it was two hours plus, but yeah. um, it definitely came down un- unlike Flight of Passage. Still, yeah, still um, running to Midway Mania. Sorry, what's that? So I'm still running to Midway Mania. It, oh, oh, so there's that's another little nugget. It is no longer yep. Midway Mania. It is just Toy Story Mania. Oh, okay. Because it's no longer on the midway. The midway. Yeah. Hmm. And they took down potato the Pixar sign. Back. Oh. Yeah, Potato Head's back in the queue, which yeah. I have missed Potato Head. Yeah. But doesn't he say, Midway Mania? <laughs> <laughs> like, isn't that his thing? I wonder. Yeah. I heard there's a good wheezy animatronic. Looking Aww. forward to that. Yeah. Nice. I mean, the, the, the it's hard to comment on the rise, obviously. We, yeah. we haven't been there, so... Um, mixed reviews, no shade is the big I heard feedback. hotter than mm-hmm. Animal Kingdom is what I heard. Oh, God. Yeah. I mean, they're saying no shit. Like, Nothing. cues are all out. Unless you stick your head through the window at Andy's lunchbox or Woody's lunchbox. Right? <laughs> is it? Whose lunchbox is it? Isn't it Andy's? Andy's. It's, it's Andy's, yeah. Yeah, Andy's why would lunch. Woody have a lunchbox? I don't know. He likes to go to lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Cowboy's got to eat. The food has gotten pretty good reviews. Yeah, I've seen... The food looks good. I've, I've, I've had a few friends who have gone and everything I've seen. The breakfast foods look good. Yeah. Those, like, Pop-Tart things. Mm-hmm. The s'mores... Uh... Oh, Pani- what is yeah. it? S'mores yeah. Monte Cristo or yeah. something of that? Stop it. Yeah. 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 So, I want that. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. Well, great. Yeah. Uh, next, can, can I go, ask you real go quick? Ahead, go ahead. Before we go on, what is your out of ten level of excitement about Toy Story Land? Like, honestly, uh, out of ten, I don't know, but I'm so indifferent about it. I'm like, like a three out of ten. I'm at a five, I think. I would say six. I'm at like a seven. Okay. Just curious. Five, like right in the middle. Like I, I'm. Not really excited about it, but it's not like it, if it's a zero, it means like I'm avoiding it. <laughs> like five, like I'm just thoroughly like I'll go, and but I just okay. I mean, it's something new at Hollywood Studios. It's been under construction for so long, right? That's what I have. So I can't give it any lower than a five because yeah. I, you know, it's it's a new thing. 
Yeah, and if you could dissipate the crowds. crowds. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I think that's always a good thing. We've got a new picture wall. Uh, uh, the popsicle <laughs> stick wall. It's already got its own Instagram. I have lost track of all these walls. Oh, yeah, there's a lot there's of There's just so many walls. That, a lot of walls. Some Disney marketing interns got a hold of that and were like, we need more walls. We need more walls. Well, it is a good idea. Yeah. People like taking pictures. And then there's some new like walls at Pixar Pier, too. Yeah. Like, I guess they're like, they're the th- scenes from the films, but I see a lot of people taking pictures in front of them. Uh, I but, haven't seen too much of that. Uh, per- me personally, I haven't seen much. Well, wrong. Yeah, I know. I guess I'll have to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess well, you will have to. Uh, I guess yeah. we'll see. Um, so there's a new event similar to the bourbon event at Disney Springs called Brews and Barbecue Event. And hopefully they look for trademarks on this because the uh, bourbon trail had a trademark issue and they had to throw out all their marketing material. Sucks. <laughs> so this started June 29th. Uh, 23 different locations across Disney Springs are offering different pairings of beers and barbecue items. Twenty. Three locations. I couldn't even name twenty-three locations. Is Amaretz Patisserie gonna have shredded barbecue and like chocolate-covered shredded <laughs> barbecue? Uh, the the ganachery. They they do. Ugh. Yeah, I mean it's. But That's weird. The uh, the the one that. What did you just say? The Amaretz. No. But the ganachery does. <laughs> House of Blues, this. Splitsville, Bongos. Bongos. Yeah. I thought that Cuban Cuban barbecue. That's still open. And yeah, they have different items that are uh, different beers and different items that are unique to each location. So, mm. I I don't think they did it like the bourbon thing, and maybe they got thrown off by the whole um, the <laughs> litigious yeah problems. the copyright things. But like I don't know, I didn't feel like that was even mentioned while we were because we were there. When yeah, it was I didn't going see on. a whole lot of right. Like, yeah, not a lot of excitement surrounding that. Yeah, so wait, we were there during that. Yeah, exactly. And when we were, out. I didn't even realize. Yeah. Like, I didn't see any signage. You're very yeah. observant, Matt. But I mean, you figured one person who were here with would be like, "Oh, what's this? Nothing." The, the uh, nada. The item at BB Wolf's sausage sounds good. Carolina barbecue hot dog. Yeah, I'm into that. So, yeah, it's a it's a hot dog topped with barbecue pulled pork. Top with mustard vinaigrette coleslaw. Does it indicate okay. how long this is going to be a thing? Um, does the article say how long it goes Festival to? Festival of Trees, dog. September 3rd, it runs through. So okay. June 29th through September 3rd. They said there's an event guide um, that you could get at the Disney Springs Welcome Center. Huh. But they should have them all over, like, kind of like the... The booklets at Epcot, like you yeah. could just yeah. pick them up. Because we need to find the the Welcome Center. You know where that is. I mean, we do. Yeah, it is kind of. T- it's in the middle yeah. instead of like at an entrance. Yeah, right. It is in the middle. Yeah, which is absurd. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> like, welcome. I've been here for an hour and haven't been able to find my way anywhere. <laughs> um, and then, lastly, Disney released um, a new app. We've debated what it's called. It's uh, either Play Disney Parks or Disney Parks Play. Per Matt on the App Store, it's Disney Parks Play. No, or no, Play Disney Parks. Per the per the app, the App Store, and also the Disney Parks blog uh, post. It's called 
play Disney parks. All right. So this is... Um, <laughs> Robin <laughs> sees defeat. All right. All right. Just shut just up, pl- Play is the, the keyword. Play here. Disney parks. So um, it's an app designed for each coast, um, Disneyland and Walt Disney World. So when you like log in, you select where you're going um, if you're at either location. And it includes like maps and different things to do. You could... When you're in queues, you could unlock games to play within each of the queues. So, for like, certain attra- not every attraction. Wait, so, yeah. like, there's a benefit to being in one of the parks and uh-huh. playing? Oh, certainly. Yeah, you okay. could only unlock the, the... I hate that. <laughs> you should be present when you're on vacation. I really, really hate that. I think it's... I think the idea is to do something while you're in a queue. How about talk to the people you're with? It's this crazy thing we used to do. Sure. Yeah. I'm... I mean, Maybe I, and I hope that it doesn't make me sound like so like get off my lawn, but like it, like yeah, that's pretty. Uh, I don't know. Like you're on vacation, like you, I don't know. I, I I feel like that's a step in the wrong direction. I I, th- I think it's fun like to play at home, like like mm-hmm. to do like you know there's kind of satisfies that Disney park need you might have on a day we wish you were in the park. There's there's trivia involved. I I was listening to an, another podcast and they were saying. Like, there's some interactive elements. So in Epcot, you could, like, walk around the different World Showcase pavilions and go and see different things. And if you do something on your phone... Oh, it's the like thing inter- P in real yes, life. Yes, the thing will interact with, with your... So I guess up by the Koi Pond up, yeah, in, uh, Japan. in Japan, you do something and, like, the water starts jumping. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's not just games and whatnot. They also have music. Um, you can download some of the park music mm. as well. Um, oh, yeah, is that like what the, those little music notes yeah, are? Yeah, so like in, in, so in future you, world... Uh, sorry, go ahead. If you have Apple Music, you you can download the whole track. Hmm. For free or to pay for it? You would have to pay for it if you're not like a subscriber to right. Apple Music. Oh. Yeah. If you're a subscriber to Apple, then you can pretty much download all the songs. And you, you brought up Agent P. So yeah. you could all, you could play Agent P through That's this app cool. in in World Showcase. That's cool. Okay. Might I mean, t- I'd be like if we're doing that like when it's not a festival or something. Yeah. When I'm down there, I'd maybe do a couple so locations like one, just to see the one day of the year that there's not a festival <laughs> right, it's, it's Epcot, Epcot. I, mean. I wonder the games and the attractions that you actually have to unlock will they stay unlocked I'm sure yeah like um I know heads up like the Ellen's game like if you were in mm-hmm. a Disney park and you didn't have the Disney parks deck you could if you were there you got it for free but only if you were there, and then you, you keep it once you go home, which is cool. And yeah. and maybe something to like you brought up uh, heads up. These are in so like they're showing Space Mountain, and it's two to five players. So mm-hmm. it's, it's like there's interact there's interaction, and in it's like the five of us could potentially yeah. play. Um, and it, it says you only use one device. It's Rocket Race is hmm. is the game. Is that spe- like the the one that's like in Space Mountain? Like yes. where you like oh oh track oh, the oh little, I don't like parts. I don't know it it it's I've weird. never waited in the regular Space Mountain queue in my life. And if I had to wait that far back, oh, I'd turn around yeah, and walk out. Freaking <laughs> away. I was just I just clicked on the Space Mountain Rocket Race and I guess you can choose up to four other players to join in and you can play together. Hmm. 
Yeah. Kind of neat. So, I mean, there is the interactiveness of you not just like you, yourself, with your nose and your phone. So, we could test. I'll test it out out there and just see different functionality when you're actually in a location, a park. So, give it a shot. That's it for the news. Wow. All right. Hmm. Yeah, it was. I I think Disney wasn't going to release too much info given Toy Story Land and right. that in Pixar yeah, Pier of the Week. Yeah, a lot, a lot the week going be, on. Yeah, I mean, that was their big event. All right, so we are on to our main topic. Yes, and it's a good one. Yeah. So, Rob, do you want to <clears throat> do you want to talk about the logistics of the game? <laughs> sure. Playing? So... This is a celebration of Pixar Pier and yeah, Toy Story yeah, Land. Yeah, Holly opening. had the idea of, um, with Toy Story Land and Pixar Pier opening, let's look at all the Pixar movies. So each of us individually ranked um, the 19 full-length features. There is a 20th, uh, Incredibles 2, that just came out, and none of us... Mm-mm. None of us have seen it yet. I've seen it. So, so, that's, so, it, so there yeah. are 20, if you include that. And you wanted to do your list at home. Um, but we only have 19. And some of us, three of us, there's movies we haven't seen. Um, so we excluded that from our ranking. And So you can only we, rank a movie if you've actually seen it. Correct. Which is, yeah. And then, should be. and then we, I did an average score to, to rank them. So we're going from highest to lowest. Lowest being... The best, it's like golf. Yes, exactly. Very so well. The so. highest, the highest it's, score is our worst movie. It's it's a it's a top movies ranking. I, I think they'll figure it out. The yeah. numbers. <laughs> so we'll just get started. We've got nineteen to talk through. So at number nineteen, with the score, and up. only Rob. It should be said that we submitted all of ours individually. Only Rob knows what our aggregate score is. So this is kind of well, uh, yeah. Rob, I'm revealing. Only Rob knows our like individual scores are too right right on, on the um who screwed up the oscar thing on the price waterhouse cooper yes. of uh, the team <laughs> all right Warren so. Beatty, <laughs> so number 19 with a score of 18 cars 2 all right so i'm uh, i'm right on board that was my um, that was my last that was my last it was holly and Catherine's last and scott's second to last Okay. Yeah, that movie's terrible. Yeah, it's not good. Which is automatically <laughs> saying that its its next sequel did rank better than the the second. It's more shocking that they made another one after. I know. That. Well, I think it's just that you know kids really like cars, and they were going to see it regardless. And I feel like that movie made money. Oh, oh I'm sure it did. did. That's the movie I, I think of as the most, like, John lasseter like, bullcrap movie. <laughs> like, that is him just, like, making it a thing, and it sucked. I'll, yeah. I'll wait till review, so the other the other two, I'll wait till we review that to, like, just talk about the Cars franchise in general. Mm-hmm. If I have something, just remind me, I want to okay. have something to say. Right, so All that's right. number 19, the So last. number 19, number 18 on the ranking with the average score of 17 is A Bug's Life. Okay. I'm on track right now. Um, <laughs> yeah, th- 
if I don't know how you guys want to do it. I, I mean, I it's can say it's confusing to do the average score because it's messing it's messing me up. Why? Because I can't like figure it out. It's too many well, numbers. Why don't you we don't have to ta- talk about the score? Just say it's the last one. It's the second to last one. Okay. And, like, okay. Next in line. No. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. So, do you want me to? Uh, you can tell us who who had what. Oh, okay. that's fine. We can individually tell each other. Why don't we just go around yeah, yeah. around Robin and then give the the average? Guys, we're figuring this out. Yeah. So I had this at uh, the third worst, sixteen, on mine. Bugs Life. Yeah. Same. This was last on my list. This was second to last for me. Same. Is this number eighteen? Or I'm yeah. sorry, third. Bugs Life, I'm yeah. sorry, third to last, but. How do we feel about Bugs Life, guys? Ugh. So terrible. It, it It's one that I definitely haven't seen a lot because I know... I've only seen it once because I never want to see it again. What What was... um? You, you, you guys have been fans of the animation long, much longer than I have, but, like, do you remember what the... You had Toy Story. And then Which Bugs was, Life. like... No, right. Which was critically acclaimed, like... Groundbreaking, right? And then they followed up with Bugs Life. Was it like? Yeah, I don't. What even was remember. the? Reaction? I don't remember. I mean, I was young. Well, I mean, it was, it was a um, it was a response to ants, oh. right? That was them. Eisner. That was them Eisner playing catch up like, with Katzenberg. Yeah, so Eisner yeah. wanted to screw over Katzenberg, who was in charge of DreamWorks at the time, and was like, "Screw you! You have a bug movie. We have a bug movie." And I have more memory of like I think it was the PlayStation game for this than I do oh, the actual boy. movie. I had the game. Yeah. Oh, I've never. Yeah. I did not know there was a game. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, you played. Uh, what's his name? The blue ant. Flick. Flick. And you know, ants. <laughs> ants isn't great either. So he was chasing a. A bad. Then you have Hopper. Yeah. Right. You little termite. <laughs> yeah. You have two. You have two actors in both of those movies that are now super problematic. The uh, lead in Ants is Woody Allen, and the villain in Bugs Life is Kevin uh, Spacey. Is Kevin Spacey. <laughs> oh, so God. the legacy of those movies, <laughs> if there ever was one, is yeah. certainly tainted. But. <laughs> The long and short of it is not a good movie. But it also had friend of the pod, Dave Foley. Dave Foley is in it, yeah. <laughs> anyway, we, we should yeah. get hung up on Bugs Life. Yeah. No. Big, yeah, right. Bigger <laughs> fish to fry. Are we on 17? Number 17 is The Good Dinosaur. Mm. Or maybe The Bad Dinosaur. Oh! Oh, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Terrible. Um, Scott, you did not. You did I not haven't see. actually seen yeah, this. Okay. The only part of this I saw was the thing that they had in One Man's Dream, Dream okay. for like a year and a half. Yeah. I, I'm I'm thinking mm. back to the the four of us seeing this at D23 Expo in 2015, and the the pre like. Did you think this was going to be as bad as the that preview? No, they no. It, it seemed they very emotional. Yeah, it seemed very emotional, and I was excited. <laughs> to it pulled my eyes out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was really sad, but I feel like this oh. was doomed from the start. With the they had, you know, several directors. Mm-hmm. There were there were issues from the beginning with yeah. this movie that it just was not pieced together well. Um, yeah, this was like this was very much a movie that changed hands a lot and was almost put together piecemeal through yeah. different exchanges. It was like half a lot. movie, and then the new director made a movie like to retrofit it. Yeah, <laughs> but my my experience with this movie was my first introduction was D twenty three, and it was like a reverse Coco for me. Yes, in which I, yeah. I saw Coco, <laughs> the Coco exactly. preview D twenty three, and I was like, this looks awful. 
and then I was pleasantly surprised later, and the exact opposite with Good mm-hmm. Dinosaur, which I was like, oh, this actually looks really good. It wasn't good. <laughs> there was just, it was just so, it was very lifeless. Yeah, like, there was no great character that I was like, oh, I love this. Where, like, they showed us possibly the best five minutes oh, of, yes. of the Absolutely. Good Dinosaur at D23, and then yeah. the exact opposite of Coco, where yeah. it was like, what they showed us was... Was not great. No. Yeah. So, <laughs> it's just uh, interesting how they yes. go about choosing. Uh, so, 16 is Brave. This was yeah. only ranked by three individuals. Uh, Scott and I, Rob, have not seen it. I had to so this is this is the beginning of my lower tier. So Brave is I think those four movies, Brave, Good Dinosaur, Bugs Life and Cars 2 are objectively awful. I think those four movies are terrible. Those those four I think they're the worst things that Pixar's put out. Everything I have after this is like I can see some merit in each of those movies that we're about to talk about after this. And I have those same four at the bottom of my list. But I think that's the line and I had to give Brave the best of the worst because at least it was an original story. It was a strong female lead and it was just like culturally a little different. So that's why I think it's the best of the worst. Hmm. Holly, did you have the same four in your bottom, or were any of those four um, higher? <clears throat> I only had Cars, Two, Bugs Life, Wally, and Good Dinosaur. Wait, hold! I didn't ask for your bottom four. I, oh, so, well, where did you have? So, where did you have? I had Brave, Brave at fifteen. Okay. Oh, okay. So, so it's close. close. Okay. Yeah, yeah four, it, it was close. four of the five worst. Okay. Correct. So I had. You just pulled the rug out from under me. By the way, I hope you know that. But um, we'll get to that. Um, yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Brave. I also have it at the the best of the worst. Yeah. The same thing. And they just did a. It was a very un Pixar affair. It's the most Disney animated feature like Pixar movie. Yeah. It's of, just of what I've seen of it. I that seems pretty accurate. I. I I always get. I always forget it's a Pixar yeah, that's, movie. That's Doesn't feel like it. It it is a princess story. That and that I think that's what because none of these other ones are like princess story. Human. Yeah, not many like human. True it's, human. I yeah, mean, it's other like than toys maybe Coco. Up. Now Coco is skeleton. So yeah, but even like those people are like. Dead. Different looking, you yeah. know what I mean? Oh. Like they're oh, not. Oh yeah, like they're not traditional. Like, like like yeah. Mexican. Rob. Maybe the, maybe <laughs> the maybe the Incredibles, but even that they're all what I said. Mexican Rob. <laughs> they're different looking. <laughs> Rob's gonna go. No 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 no. I, no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just. Yeah. Yeah. Very traditional. I know what you mean. Like, they're they're like cartoons. Tall ish. cartoons. Yeah. All right. Fifteen. So I was we, I wasn't done talking about I'm Brave. Just, oh. I was going to say that there's there's a certain that we'll get to in like the um, the top movies. There's a certain intangible feeling that I associate with the best Pixar movies, like the ones that are in the top half of this list that we'll get to. I'm assuming that this just doesn't have. There's a certain specialness. It's a feeling that you get. It's identifying with the characters. It's a special setting. It's a feeling. And I think that the four movies bottoming out our list is devoid of that feeling. It doesn't mean that they're 
bad. Yeah, I agree. But I, I agree with you. Because Brave's not bad. It mm-hmm. just doesn't have that Pixar feel to it. <clears throat> Alright. That's so. my take. See, that's where I was surprised when I was looking up all the Pixar movies. I'm like, oh, Brave is Pixar? Yeah. Because it kind of has that Walt Disney animation yeah. like vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alright. Fifteen was Cars. The, orig- the original. Yep. So Cars 2 was 19, Cars the original 15. I had this at 14, so I was about the same same place. Yeah, we're all we're all, all, all five of us were right in the same yep. the same neighborhood with uh, our ranking. Uh, number 14, Toy Story. Not going to talk about Cars. But <laughs> we already did. All right. Cars two sucked. Yeah, but Cars wasn't as bad as Cars okay, two, which is which is evident in our ranking. Which means Cars three is our favorite Cars movie, which is pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, number fourteen, Toy Story two. Yes. So. Yes. Yeah, that one's not great. <laughs> not no, great I, I get, at all. If it, Matt and Scott had this a little higher than. The three of us. Yeah. I had um, it middle of the pack. Me too. I had it right in the middle. Yeah, I mean, I was splitting hairs. Like, if, for me, it was easy to get, like, my top five and the bottom five. But that I felt like, I, if I went, uh, some of these I've seen two, three years ago. And it's like, if I rewatched it, like, I put something that I just recently rewatched a lot higher. And it was a lot better than I remembered it. I'm doing, I'm doing, I did mine to give you an inside peek about rewatchability, like which one I'd want to watch again. Uh And like, there's one in my top three that I could literally watch every single day. Like, I mean, like, I love that movie. I think it's so clever. It's so good. Like, and like, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't watch Toy Story 2 again. Like, I, like I'm like i not... I have yeah. no desire to watch that one. I would watch the first one and the third one a million times, but I would not be into watching Toy Story 2. I think the characters are crappy. It's, like, a, it's a little too dark for me. Like, I'm saying dark, and in the third one, they're, like, going into an incinerator. But, like, <laughs> like I didn't like... The, the prospector I didn't I hate Jessie she's like my least favorite character in yeah. the Toy Story franchise they just like threw a girl in there to be Buzz's girlfriend woof um yeah I'm not nice. not feeling Toy Story 2 at all I I don't think it's that bad and Toy Story 2 is basically my dividing line between my complete i kind of had tears here and i didn't like separate them especially but this is like right in the middle that below it are like my bottom tier and above it are movies that i think are just great and toy story 2 isn't great it's a good movie and i don't hate jesse nearly as much as you in fact i think the jesse storyline about her like getting lost and being abandoned from her owner is like really captivating and um i think there's a lot of great scenes in Toy Story 2, it's not nearly as good as the bookends of the series, or I can't even say that anymore because they're going to milk this <laughs> this franchise for all it's worth with 4. They should just stop, but that's not what this podcast is about. <laughs> Toy Story 2 isn't as bad, in my opinion, as, as I think there's, there's worse ones in the pack, but... I get it. It's not one of the most beloved ones. This is the first one that I that so far the list has been my exact list until right now. I had Toy Story two a little bit higher than what it was. So the Wozniaks must have rated that real low <laughs> to to round out um, mine because mine was higher than yeah. Like in your you were twelve and then I was fifteen and Holly was fourteen. Okay, but 
close, yeah. Uh, number 10. I had eight. Yeah. Um, number 13, lucky number 13, is The Incredibles. Okay. And and so I, I'm, the out, I'm the outlier here. I had, and I recently rewatched this. Um, I had this says six. Wow. And everybody else had 12. Catherine had 14. I really enjoyed it. Like, I, I, it was better than I, if I hadn't rewatched it, I would be in your neighborhood. Too long. It's too long. It's boring. I don't even... If you told me to tell you the plot of The Incredibles, I'd be like, ugh, they're on an island or something. I couldn't even tell you (laughs) what the heck it was about. I love Edna Mode. She's awesome. Some decent characters in it. Wow, it is long. An hour and mm -hmm. 55 minutes. It's too long. Like, the whole middle is like... It's fun to see them, like, in their real life and then get their super suits. And it's fun to see the big, like, battle at the end with, like, you know, syndrome or whatever. But, like, the whole middle part is just, like, it, you it could does cut drag. that all out. It does drag. Yeah. I think this is, maybe this is opinion and maybe it's the time that it was made, the worst animation of the Pixar movies. Oh, see, I uh, like the style. I, I really like mm-hmm. the mid-century modern yes, style. Same. And I mm-hmm. I love, like, that that's how they did the whole thing of Pixar Pier was, like, you know, like, the, the woods and, like, it's very, like, 60s living room of, like, Spaceship Earth, which I really like. Um, I like that art style, but it's not... It's, I, I think the story is a little weak. Yeah, I mean, it's okay. It doesn't have that Pixar feel. There's There's no... There's none of those, like, really, like heart-wrenching warm, like yeah. warm moments like which they could do because it's about uh, an all out besides the superhero aspect it's about a family and there's so much that you can play on with the family dynamic that i feel like they just didn't and instead it's just like set action set piece action set piece like humor action set piece and it just doesn't work it doesn't hit i think all the things you said would make me change it you well, would change that yeah. Yeah. Well, too late, friend. Well, we'll talk about that at the end. <laughs> Let's talk about that in the end if after okay. this discussion we would make any changes. All right. Number 12 um, is Cars 3. Mm-hmm. The best of the bunch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Matt has not seen this. I've seen it. I've seen parts. It's the only one with the uh, exception of Incredibles 2 that I haven't seen all of it. And so I didn't feel like I could rank it. Scott had this the lowest um, amongst the four of us at 15. The Cars movies, none of them Dude. grabbed me. Yeah, me neither. And but this I, one at it's, least was it's, a little bit fun. Yeah. I think, I mean, it's certainly a better movie than Cars 2. Yeah. Ugh, Cars 2. Ugh. So bad. You want to talk about your... Yeah, this, I feel like this is one of your favorites, Holly. I had it at three. Oh, wow. Oh, my Lord. I knew you would have that high. I know that's because, one of your favorites. Uh, like, come on, Cruz, Ramirez, the... With, like I don't know, it's a great storyline. I like so. That's why I have it at three. This is the one where he's like rehabilitating. They have like the high tech like thing that he's strapped into, <laughs> yeah. and he like, like breaks the, it, yeah, because he wants to just and go, they go fast. The monster truck rally mm-hmm. and stuff. That was oh, so fun. I've seen most of it actually. <laughs> yeah, about an hour of it, I would say it's probably only an hour and a half. So. I have it if you want to borrow it. Um. You can watch the. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen most of it. Can you tell me which part I haven't seen. <laughs> I feel like I was doing Stacked something while Catherine was watching it, yeah, and then were. I would like peek in and like watch it for like 25 minutes then go back to what I was doing that's a long time to peek in I know I know like that's how he do that's what I do um alright so we there's a tie so next would be 11 but there's a tie for 10 okay so uh, so we have to settle this yes 
tied for 10th with the same score is Monsters University and mm. Finding Dory. What? Yeah, and I have those in my bottom half too. So who? So here's a fun one. Who wants to advocate for Finding Dory and who wants to advocate for Monsters well, University? I can tell you Rob will be on full-on Finding Dory team and I will be full-on Monsters U well, team. Well, why don't you guys... State your cases, and then we'll see. Yeah, but who comes you, out on you top. were. I mean, you had. Mine were close. Yeah. Who, who had monsters? You over finding Dory. I did. I, I did. Okay, so three of us did, and you guys all thought you thought finding Dory was. Better. I was way like she was. She was close. They were only two off. Okay. Um, so you really like you had finding Dory the highest out of all of us, Rob. Yes. What was your ranking of it? Uh, seven. No, Holly has it higher. Four. Yeah. Wow. And but she has monsters U six. Wow. That's pretty high too. I have I have them below Minor like, next to They're minor yeah. in the bottom half. Minor. Scott had Monsters U at seven, which was high. And see I bring I bring that score down because I had Monsters U at fourteen. And I for me the fourteen was I think it's such a drop off for Monsters Inc. Mm. I really like Monsters Inc. So I, I, I maybe I think some really of close. Yeah, some of some of that I think factored into my and I I, I really like find, I think Finding Dory is really funny. Here's why um, I, I give Monsters University the edge over it. And again, I had to, I had Dory at thirteen and Monsters U at eleven. And I give Monsters University the edge because I think that genuinely it's the all-out funniest Pixar movie. Like I think I that laughs per minute are 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 there. Overall, and I think in both of those movies, they abandon that like sentimentality that made Finding Nemo and Monsters Inc. really special, and they instead injected a lot of laughs, a lot of like bigger set pieces. Like in in Finding Dory, you had the um, the oceanography center, and in Monsters University, obviously you had the whole like Greek game. So like you had a lot of that, but it didn't have that like sentimentality and specialness they were both funny but i think monsters university was funnier and that's why i gave it the leg up interesting i like the creativity of monsters university i feel like it took monsters inc and even carried it a step further with the different characters and all of the different you know students at the school yeah, the freaking re- old dad character oh with the mustache so is so funny. funny. And when the mom's down in the basement doing laundry, right, they're doing the hazing, <laughs> like it's the funniest thing ever. I think I think Monsters U is the funniest of the Pixar movies. Um, it's up there. If if it's it's up there. So Rob, Dory, make your case. Why should Dory I, be I just, above? I just I think that's the funniest of them. I just really enjoy uh, the octopus character. What's um, Hank? Hank. Hank. Yeah, I, just, I forget the. And then uh, the the whale. The yeah. Oh yeah. And this and the seals crack me up every time. Yeah, the like, otters are huge. Gerald. Gerald. Yeah. yeah the otters it, wait, am I saying that? Do I mean otters, not the seals? Wait. No, I think you mean that the, the otters are the ones. That are, that are like pushing them off yeah, the rock, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then the, the, the seals, seals are, the are the ones pushing Gerald off the rock. Yeah, um, they're both funny. That's the thing. They're they're Becky the bird. Oh yeah, yeah those two are funny. But like, I can see why they're so close. I mean, that's 
So what are, how are we going to break this tie? Are we saying that it's Monsters U because three of us had it ranked higher than Finding Dory? That's a fine tiebreaker. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm fine with that. I mean, right. we're splitting hair. I, yeah. In my opinion, we're splitting hair. So, so then, so... So Finding Dory in our official rankings would be 11. Monsters U would be 10. Okay. Uh, now we, got, <laughs> we have another tie. So we have a uh, tie for 8th, Finding Nemo, and Ratatouille. Hmm. These scores are a lot like when the biggest gaps were between myself and Scott, but the three three of you, Catherine, Matt, and Holly, all had like within two. Okay. So like Holly was seven nine, Catherine was seven eight, and Matt was nine seven. So Rob and Scott must have pretty strong opinions on the comparison of these two movies, is what I'm thinking, right? Yes. So, Rob, what do you think is... What do you have higher? So, I have Ratatouille higher. I have Ratatouille as five. And, Scott, you must have... What do you have? I have Finding Nemo higher, but I'm kind of reconsidering that now that I'm looking at it. Because I like Ratatouille a lot. I... I See, the, Matt got into something earlier about, like, the sentimentality. I don't know if that was the word you used. Yeah. But, like, it, um, to me... Nemo's a little too sentimental, but okay. like a little too much. And then um, I think Ratatouille is just fun, and I think it it looks beautiful. Um, it's a unique story. So that that is a movie that when it came out, like in the life cycle of Pixar films, when that came out, and I saw that for the first time, I was like, this looks. Like strikingly beautiful, like in comparison to what came before it. Ratatouille. Yes. Okay. Um, can we just do a roundup like we did last time? Who had Finding Nemo higher and who had Ratatouille higher? So if you had Finding Nemo beating Ratatouille, I had Finding Nemo yourself. higher. So Scott had Finding Nemo higher. Yes. Um, Catherine and and Holly both did. All right. Matt and myself had Ratatouille ahead of Finding Nemo, so we'll give it to. Nemo gets it. See, I think I think Nemo. I like. I was telling Matt earlier. Like, I drank the Finding Nemo <laughs> Kool Aid. I was all in. I loved the trailer. I saw it multiple times in the movies. Like, I thought it was. I thought that opening scene where they're in the reef and they show like Marlin's like the anemone. Like that is so pretty. And like that's like a movie. If I got an HD TV, like a new TV, and I wanted to show like a pretty movie, like that's what I would put in. Like I, I think it's. I feel the same way about Ratatouille. See, I feel like that's too dark. I feel Finding Nemo is more Pixarish. Yes, than Ratatouille. Like Ratatouille kind of falls into Brave. Like I don't. Yeah, that's true. I do feel like that's more of a Disney feature. Yeah, it doesn't quite feel like a Pixar film for me. I bet if I saw Ratatouille like right now. I would like it more than Finding Nemo. Like, like I just like I remember really liking Ratatouille, but I've seen Finding Nemo like a hundred times. So, how old were you when you saw Finding Nemo? I was um, I was in eleventh grade. Same. I saw it in the movie theater. So, still old enough to not like have that. Like I didn't have the like I didn't like it because it was a childhood movie. Like I liked it. Like I love the Tank Gang. I think it's so funny. I like Darla. Like I love the shark bait. (laughs) Ha ha. Like. I'm so into, like, the whole... I love all the characters. There's more humor in Finding Nemo than Yeah, that's true. But Ratatouille is a great, uplifting story, and it's Ratatouille freaking is fantastic. Oswald, which is, like, so funny that he's doing a Disney voice, and, like, yeah. he is 
I mean, it's it's great, but. I hey, spoke, Rob, so so you lost that one. I Car- lost karma. I spoke earlier. I spoke. <laughs> you were just waiting. You were waiting for. That. Settle, settle. I spoke earlier about my Toy Story two line, and like Toy Story two for me is the. Um, best of the worst and finding and then above that are all movies I consider great and Finding Nemo is the worst of the best for yeah, me I, I agree that's my the top of my middle tier is Finding Nemo if not maybe having Finding Nemo on that that great tier but so right. so ninth is ninth is Ratatouille eight is Finding Nemo okay number seven Toy Story three Oh. <clears throat> you react that way, but like, you're not far off. Like, at seventh, you added a five. Like, I mean, in the grand, like. I added like, a four. The grand so scheme. So good. I love that movie so much. But I get it. It's a sequel. It probably doesn't deserve to be. The, the top tier is made for the originals, I think. That's kind of where I went yeah. with it. I mean, I ended up ranking. Toy Story considerably higher than the sequels. Yeah. I think three is just, uh, it's incredible. It has everything you want from a Pixar movie. It looks great. All the characters you uh, love are there. The new characters are, are so good, good, but they're not like, they're, they're not, not just like thrown in. They don't feel thrown in there just because like, we need more characters. Like they feel <laughs> in place. The score is great. Like it's just, it's good. And it's a tearjerker. Like it's, it's, that's a good movie. Bye bye. Yeah. <laughs> so right. that's seven. That was seven. Yeah. Toy. Can I go back and talk about something? So mm-hmm. sorry. No, we're getting. I mean, we're almost. We're almost through the list. Yeah. Hey, you, um, can, you don't have to ask from, permission. From a to tie it back to what we're about the the parks, uh, mostly. You look at how bad this the three cars movies scored, and yet. We love that part. That's like one of our favorite. Like that's probably land. Yeah. That's probably the, the best. best theme land right yeah. now. I mean, Star Wars will probably surpass it, but of the domestic parks, yeah, absolutely. Right, that's mm-hmm. it, so it's it just interesting. It doesn't necessarily go hand in hand with how much we like things, because I mean, like if you plot me down in the Esplanade right now, and you said like, where do you want to go? I'd probably go to Cars Land. Like that's like my go-to in California, yeah. in, in California in general. Because yeah, looking at my list, the top of my list basically correspond with things that have the least amount of parks presence yeah, yeah. so it has no i mean it it's completely I separate i say i do love finding nemo the musical and it does <laughs> do. kind I, I, of go hand in hand yeah. with my love of finding nemo like i think it's funny and yeah i do enjoy finding the musical finding it's been nemo a long time since i've seen that yeah maybe we should it's go good. in october would you say it's been a while it's, it's been, been a while. while i love toy story 3 <laughs> All right, num- <laughs> number six, Wally. <laughs> and because of someone bringing down the bell curve significantly, <laughs> I had it. it I had me. it number one. I had it number one. I had it number four. Wally one. I had. I had it. I so love good. Wally so much. So I had good. it. I had it at ten. Holly, you had it at where? Well, <laughs> I'll pull the rug out even more. I originally had it at 19. Dead last? Dead last. But then, I, the more I thought about it, I'm like, well, it does have a good storyline. I what, mean... If you don't mind me, this is my favorite Pixar movie of all time, and I am very, very defensive about it. <laughs> I if you don't honest. mind me asking, and I will put my, <clears throat> my Homerism aside for this, 
What don't you like about it? It's boring. Snooze Fest USA. Like, I just... I, it doesn't Is it grasp... the lack of dialogue that... Probably. It just doesn't grab my attention. Like... I see, like how you described it, uh, Incredibles. The, like yeah. the that's how I feel about Wally. Oh, I, too long. Yeah, like yeah. it's it's is it's, it? Yeah, I, and I, I'm I'm sure. Yeah, like I I could see like you. Although when you see Wally, like I think of it more as like a like you see it and like you like like the concept of it. Like so I'm not watching mm-hmm. Wally for like the plot points. Oh, like when mm-hmm. they go on the ship, it's so great. Like I'm seeing Wally and I'm like. Man, that's such great, like, cultural commentary. Yeah, I definitely... And it's, like, you know, it's, like, all about, like, being green and being present and being, you know, like, saving the environment and, like, and like what humans can wreak havoc on the planet. And, like, that's why I like Wally because I think it's a great message. Like, I have to say it does have a great message. Yeah. I agree with you there. It's just, I don't know. It's, like, like you said, it's just one of those movies... I watched it once, and would I pop it in my DVD player? Probably not. It just sits on yeah. my shelf. Like, I think it does something for me which is impressive, and it takes a bunch of non-human characters and gives them tremendous oh, yeah, personality. Just, like, love. Yeah. You know, not even just Wally and Eva, but, like... Or Eve. I guess it's Eve. Yeah. yeah. It, it all comes up. Anyway. But, like, those... All the cleaning ones and the damaged robots that yeah. they have throughout yeah. the ship and the, like, robot revolution that they yeah. have. I think... I just get into it. I, I, yeah. I think that the two main uh, criticisms of the movie that I've heard have... Well, one's been brought up, and that's that it's boring. People don't like that there's not a lot of dialogue, especially in the first half. I understand that. Um, the second one is that I've heard that it's a bit too heavy-handed with the message. That would be one of my criticisms. I don't think it's too bad with like the uh, the environmentalism message. Um, but the the reason I love this movie and Scott kind of touched on it is I think that it is a masterclass in storytelling without dialogue. without without explicit language. Mm-hmm. They build story through the setting through subtle interactions, through... Uh, Body language of characters that don't have normal body, bodies. Yeah. <laughs> the ability to create um, substance and feeling through really subtle things and inanimate objects is incredible. And, and let's not forget Hello, Dolly. I know, thank you. <laughs> you weren't going to bring it up, I was. One of the best songs in a Pixar movie is It Only Takes a Moment from Hello, Dolly. Yeah, and I, I love that. Like, that he is obsessed with the movie and that scene, and that's how he kind of, uh, how Wally Shares learns love, love yeah. like how he expresses emotion it's just i think it's just such They're a special so cute too it's such a special <laughs> unique movie that's why i love it but I, I understand that it's not for everyone and i knew that having it at number one i thought that i was going to be the only one but you know i i like it and i understand that it's a not for everyone movie but true mm-hmm. sure. yeah. um what was i gonna say uh, i'm one i'm wondering when this story was developed in relation to when castaway came out well, it came out way after. Yeah. I'm saying it's the story development. Because I think of, like, Castaway as, like, no dialogue. And, like, mm. I'm just wondering if that was influential with the development mm. of this. I'm not... I don't know. It's just a theory. Well, Interesting. Congrats <laughs> to Wally. You made it up the chain. I did. All right. So we're in our top five. So number five, Monsters, 
ink. Catherine had this probably the lowest. Real low. I had a real low. Do you have it lower than Monsters U? No, they were right next to each other because I couldn't put Monsters U above Monsters Inc. But I have a theory about Monsters Inc. I think we like it because we see it all the time. Like, because we're constantly surrounded. New popcorn buckets, Mike Wazowski. <laughs> Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor. You know, everything is like Monsters Inc. or Toy Story that like Disney puts out as far as Pixar merchandise. Those are the two that they lean on the most. And I think yeah. we like it because we see it all the time. But when I really think of the movie, I just don't think it's as good as some of the other ones that i mean i just like i like the kitty's gotta go now i mean that's really sad and that's like that pixar moment that's like really cute and like the abominable snowman's hilarious but i just thought the ones i had above it were better <laughs> yeah i mean that's you, that's how you're right out of curiosity where did you have monsters inc in university because mine are next Nine to each other ten. i had five and six okay whereas i had I had Monsters Inc. at six, and I had Monsters U. at eleven. I had that below my Toy Story two line. But I, the reason I like Monsters Inc. and it's at six, it doesn't crack my really top tier movies, is because I think it, it's an important franchise for Pixar. I love the characters. I love the friendship dynamic between Sully and Mike. Maybe, and this is this is really. Uh, Controversial. I might like that friendship dynamic no, more than Buzz and Woody. Say it. <laughs> Sorry. I, I just feel like it's just a very, uh, very cool dynamic. I like the story. I like the like corrupt, uh, like the corrupt government, almost <laughs> like like the corrupt corporation. And I love Boo. And I think that um, Steve Buscemi does a great job in that movie as a very great villain. It's just one of those movies that I'm nostalgic about, and maybe if I really thought about it and was more critical, it might get bumped down a bit, but you might have some something to it that it's like ever-present in the parks yeah, and in and our consciousness. That to, to say, this was one that it came out when I was like in like ninth or 10th grade, mm-hmm. and I had no interest in seeing this at all. I didn't see it until I was probably in college, like many years later. I know, see, for me, this is one of the like founding movies in my memory of Pixar. I kind of feel like for me this was right there with Toy Story. I I think I saw this before I saw Finding Nemo. Mm -hmm. So for me this is like the foundation of Pixar. Yeah. Alright. Number four. Up. Um, This was a one ranking from someone. Ah, I know who that is. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, and then Matt and I had three, four respectively. Uh, Scott, you're bringing up the rear with the ten. Oh, Scott, wow. this movie is too sad for me. I can't take it. It gets points off for being too sad. I don't enjoy it. I literally can't enjoy this movie. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> eight. Yeah, yeah. It just makes me want to slit my wrists. Oh, oh my god. god. <laughs> That's a little dramatic. That's sad. It's extremely sad. The first five minutes of this movie. Get your popcorn in the first five minutes, and then. (laughs) Like, his wife dies after, you know, not being able to have a baby. Uh, It's just. 
But in every like Disney and Pixar movie, there's someone always pretty much dies except for Monsters Inc. Oh. Yo, props to Up for being one of the movies that doesn't gloss over. You know, sometimes like when like a villain is defeated, like like they don't really die. Like they straight up kill the villain in Up. Like he falls off a cliff to his death. Like there's no scene of him Doesn't like he fall out of the airplane. Out of yeah, the airship. Yeah, yeah, it's the like air- the blimp or whatever. Yeah, yeah like he they kill him. dirigible. Yes, a dirigible. Great word. I I love Up, and I do think it's sad, but I think that it's. I think I also think it's really funny. Freaking Russell is so cute and funny. Like he's he. I mean, uh, yeah, and Doug Squirrel. (laughs) I mean, like yeah, I really, I really like. Up has one of those things that it is a bigger. Like if you look at the movie, it's a movie about like um, determination and hope in the face of in the face of really sad things. That Carl Fredrickson easily could just be like an old widow and just be like, "Well, I'm just gonna sit in my house and die now." But he's like, "No, like that's not what my that's not what my wife would have wanted me to do. Like, I'm gonna live my life. I'm gonna have these adventures that I never got to have." And it's just like so uplifting if you think about it. It is melancholy, but it's mm-hmm. adventure uh, is out there. I think it's a powerful, powerful story. Yeah. All right, number three. The most recent release, well, besides Incredibles 2. Coco. Hmm. Yeah, yeah someone had that real high. <laughs> Wait, was that a number one? Coco's three? Was that Coco a number, is number was three. That number, wow. Was number one? I had it at four. I had it at two. I had it Where'd at you one. guys have it? I had mine at six. Eight. It's too new to be a classic. I had it. I had it the lowest that I've it's ever. Great. Won. It's, it's great. It's fantastic. It's in my. It's in my top. <laughs> it's in. A, it's above Toy Story too. So by that, it's. I, a I great just like movie. the storyline. Like the animation was absolutely fabulous. The music was great. Yeah. I, I'll say this about it. I think that if you're comparing this movie to Up, it does that sadness better with having the. Grandma Coco, Mama yeah, Coco. Yeah, like they, you know, your old old people died, but then they're reunited in. It's a the it's a spiritual sequel. Coco is a sequel to Up. <laughs> so like, there's that silver lining to it that I don't feel like is in Up with the way his wife dies. She dies and she's gone, like. Which is how life is. <laughs> Scott doesn't I'd love like to being... eat the skeleton that brings my grandma back. Yeah, Scott doesn't like being being served up that dose of reality. <laughs> exactly. Not when I'm watching my Pixar movies. That's I don't. True. I get it. I get that. Wow. So give, good. Give though. me that hope. I did love this movie though. I think this was the Which music in this. I think oh, is some so of the good. best mm-hmm. of any of the Pixar movies, and we saw that at D twenty three. But I don't feel like I got the impression that I did after having watched the yeah. movie of how oh, good it sure. would be. They made a well, big I have mistake. To agree with Matt earlier, when we saw Good Dinosaur, it's like, oh my god, this looks amazing! Like, and then you Coco at D twenty three. They totally did not over. They kind of undersold it. Yeah, they dropped the ball on marketing yeah, with yeah. that. Yeah, and it, and it's a testament to how good that movie was. That how People well it still did. Like it, yeah. Didn't was this the one that they brought out with? Um, Olaf's Frozen Adventure. Olaf, yeah. Yeah. Because I feel like they didn't believe in this movie. That they had to... Like, my feeling when they did that, when they brought out that Olaf short film at the beginning, 
I feel like they were like, we this need to draw. Point, we yeah. need to draw people in to see this movie. They, I don't think they believed in it, and they should have because it was a fantastic product. Man, I, I'm really excited for you guys to see together forever. What's that? I'm really excited for you guys to see together forever at Disneyland because Coco Part's awesome. All right, and tied for number one. Oh, oh, tied. Hmm. Toy Story, Inside Out. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so to give you. So who? So, so who had Toy Story higher than Inside Out? Yo. Me. Me. You had Toy Story higher than Inside Out. That doesn't yeah, make sense. How could four? Yet. How could four out of five people have Toy Story higher than Inside Out, and then still, and it's still. There's one score dragging it down. For Toy Story, because it's an average. Okay, Holly, where do you have Toy Story? I have Toy Story at ten. Bum bum bum. Wait, wait, wait! That's jugulars popping out. Wait. <laughs> I'm little, really pulling rugs out from underneath. It's that little right. vein on his head that pops it's out. It's all right. Sometimes. It still wins. No, Toy Story still wins. Toy Story still wins. Yeah, yeah. Toy Story's our number one. <laughs> Based on four out of five people having it higher. Well, where did everyone have Inside Out? So th- that that probably has our smallest standard deviation. Mm-hmm. So I had it three, Holly had it two, Catherine had it three, Matt and Scott had it five. So an average of three point six. So that yeah, I mean of the top tier, that was definitely the smallest standard deviation from the average, easily. I mean, Toy Story is is it's Toy Story. I this mean, was this was the OG. movie that I was thinking I could watch this movie every friggin' day and love it. I think it's funny. It's friggin' hilarious. It's so it's it's got that perfect like heartwarming, funny, <laughs> original, great characters, great acting. Like, oh, it has it all for me. And I didn't realize how much I loved Toy Story until I actually like wrote this down because I. I, I never think about that as like a favorite because I'm like always like thinking. Yeah, about, because oh. it's the first, and you're, and you're like, like oh. yeah, yeah, but like they they killed it, they killed it. The writing in that movie is amazing. I try not to think. I I didn't order this from a, like what I think is the most culturally important or what is the most, um, but what is the the biggest? Uh, oh god, what's relevance? The, no, not relevance, but when people draw from it, like inspir- inspiration. Um, you- but I think that that is something important to point out that Toy Story has such a legacy with computer animation with regards to animated storytelling and character development that it's just it's so great it's such a high bar yes did you have Toy Story number one on your list I did okay so at least one of us had it yeah number one on the list yeah, that too. You know what my favorite part of Inside Out is, though, is the part where they're looking into different people's heads, and they all have the different characters, but they look like that person. Yeah, yeah. I love Inside Out. Yeah, I, I really to. do. I think that's Inside Out. That the Bing Bing, the bing Bong part just uh. kills me inside. <laughs> that one just rips me to shreds. I'm telling you, there's something about Pixar movies. Like they know how to pull at your heartstrings. Yes. Like, oh yes. But yeah, but take, take her to the moon for me. But <laughs> yeah, it's it's um they they do that, but see, I, even with up, I don't like I don't get that upset about the beginning. I don't know, like 
Because now I have no heart or soul. <laughs> well, that is true. That. That is, that Rob is, is cold-hearted and soulless. <laughs> now, now, see, when it involves animals, though, another story. Yeah, but, he's um, so Bing Bong really gets to you because he's like three animals. No, you, you, and he's you know, four, I believe. <laughs> and you know what? Um, that. No, I, I know one of them's cotton candy. Mm-hmm. It's three animals and cotton candy. The only one I've cried <laughs> at was I actually like not cry, cry, but shed a, a tiny tear with Coco. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, what, at the end, with Grandma Coco, with Mama Coco. Yeah, yeah. when she remembers. Yeah, she remembers. Yeah, and her. they saved him. Yeah, um, yeah, and and this <laughs> the seed, and I th- th- this was more mm. just a timing thing with <laughs> was the good dinosaur where the oh yeah the rocks. where he knocks yeah and. Just no, I don't want. Yeah, to we could easily do a like s- most heart wrenching scenes. <laughs> well, I, I do want to do a couple off bets. So okay. yeah. Um, so well, first of all, why don't you go through quickly you do the re- entire re- list again just to refresh it. our memories? All right, nineteen cars, two, eighteen a bug's life, seventeen the good dinosaur, sixteen brave, fifteen cars, fourteen Toy Story two, thirteen The Incredibles, twelve cars, three. 11, Finding Dory, 10, Monsters U, 9, Ratatouille, 8, Finding Nemo, 7, Toy Story 3, 6, Wally, 5, Monsters, Inc., 4, Up, 3, Coco, 2, Inside Out, 1, Toy Story. The only one out there that I that I disagree with, like, everything else I can get behind, the only one that I'm, like, left a little wary of is how high Coco is. And I like Coco a lot, but I do not think that is a top three Pixar movie. But that's why it is an it is an average. I just can think of, of many movies that I, I think are, are better. But it's it's this is not my list alone. <laughs> but everything else I can be like, okay, that that makes sense. Alright, so I have a few questions. These are all gonna be Pixar related. I, I have well, I have three questions. Number one, does anybody have any like list regrets that you wish you would have had something instead of something else, or you would have moved based on a debate that we had? Rob, you are shaking your head. Yeah, I, I, I mentioned it earlier. I, I don't think I would have had The Incredibles as high. I, that might be a recency bias of just seeing it, and and it was better than I remembered it. But like, I think that kind of skewed my line of thinking and I jumped it too much. Okay. You know what I mean? Cause I was really down. I re- like, I know, uh, someone at work thinks I hate that movie and I'm thinking, you know what I mean? And yeah. I did originally, <laughs> but compensated. I, yeah, I like overly compensated. <laughs> okay. So that would probably go down, you know, like that. I had that at six. So like, and seven was fun see. Yeah, that's about it. Any other list regrets? What was everybody's favorite? Why don't we go around? Because I know like they were all mixed in there. Matt, what was your favorite? Wally is my favorite. Not just my favorite Pixar movie. One of my top ten films of all time. I had Wally at number one as well. Okay. Toy Rob? Story. Wally. Mm, I what? still stick with Coco. I like Coco. And up. Um, <clears throat> all right. Um, any other list regrets? I, I think I would move up Monsters, Inc. a little bit. You guys convinced me. I would have flipped Monsters, You, and Monsters, Inc. Saying Monsters, You is better than Monsters, Inc.? Yeah. Okay. I think I'd probably put too much emphasis on significance and rather rather than, like, the rewatchability. Like, if I'm thinking about movies that I want to watch 
again and again and again. Ratatouille would be higher up the list. Monsters U would be higher up the list. Matt, you're solid. I feel... What was, You switched yours before you submitted them to Robin. What was that switch that you made? Um, I put... There were there was only one that I that I made a switch and that was I had five and six, I had Monsters Inc at five and Inside Out at six, and I switched them and I made Inside Out at five and Monsters Inc at six and I think that um, I was thinking about like the the recency bias and how pervasive uh, Monsters Inc is and Inside Out is just a really special movie I think I feel like it's just a a better so overall original. film. So yeah. What a great concept. Like, what an awesome concept for a movie. And Monsters, Inc. is great. And I agree with Scott that it's one of those, like, cornerstones of, like, the Pixar history. It's such a beloved franchise. But Inside Out is so good. Yeah, I'm looking at... it. I'm looking at, like, when these were released into in relation to one... And it's... We got them all over the place, yeah, really. So it's I not mean, like we only the original is number ones, one. Yeah. And then a, a super new one's number two. Coco... One of the newest is three. Up, what was that about? Two thousand eight, nine. Yeah. There. Uh, Monsters Inc. is older. Yeah. Um, so we have. It, it's not. It, yeah. Yeah. All right. So out of all these movies, can we do a round robin and who's the best Pixar character? Oh, oh wow! Gosh. Oh boy. The best Pixar character. I'm going to go with you, Matt, first, because you have, like, a strong opinion, so I feel like I'm going to lock you in (laughs) real early. I don't know. That's that's really tough. How how do you define it? Your favorite. Like, what you would put on is, like, this is, like, my... Yeah, my your favorite Pixar character. It doesn't have to be, like, oh, the best. Well, the best is Woody, because he's a good friend, and he, like, blah, blah, blah. Gotcha. No, pick what your favorite Pixar character. Oh, boy. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. That is so hard. That's that, deep. I know. It is deep. That is so difficult. Oh, man. I mean, my gut, when you say that, I <laughs> think Woody. Like, when I think... I think that Woody is to Pixar what Mickey Mouse is to Disney. Oh, that's I feel like there's no... I feel like he is the character of Pixar, However, I don't know if he's necessarily my favorite. Is Buzz the Donald? <laughs> I don't know what uh, Buzz is. He might be Minnie. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm sure there's some fan fiction online. Jeez. <laughs> oh, and I might have to go with Woody. I mean, it's Tom Hanks. Oh, God. That picture of Tom Hanks getting his star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame and him yeah. hugging and crying Woody. <laughs> I die. Woody is just such a great character. He, he's not a perfect character. He's a bit narcissistic. He's a little selfish, but above all else, he, he's a leader, and he wants to, plead, like he knows that above all else, he is a toy, and his role as a toy is to make children happy. And so, like, he's got a very noble set of values and even though he can be like a real like basket case and be into himself like i think he never loses sight of his core values and i think that's why he's the best okay scott do you have a favorite (laughs) i'm a sully guy i I just enjoy his character i think he's one of the one of the somehow cutest and yet also like he's pretty fierce too you know i just think he he gets me. Okay. Sully gets me. 
hair is so impressive too how they animate that which is like really cool like the individual yeah strands. like you just see how fluffy he is and like he's he's plus like in the actual movie the interaction with boo is great oh yeah that is so good i think he's a he's a deep character okay um it's so tough but i think i'm i think i would say mike wazowski Oh wow, we got Mike and Sully. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, um, it, it's. I mean, from all of, like, there's something good in all of these, but I think he's just funny. Like I, yeah, right. I always go back to humor. Billy Crystal voices him well, so I'll go. Mike was asking. Mm. Mm. All right, then that leaves me, right? Yeah. Oh, and boy. Catherine. Well, and Catherine. And Catherine. I'm gonna go. Oh, I'm surprised yours so didn't hard. like. I like if I would have picked yours, I would have been like hands down. This is one of the hotties gonna choose. I'm surprised you're just not a hundred percent because this is like one of your favorite characters. Yeah, I know a character. That, I know a character that you always bring up. <laughs> yeah. I know. It, I think it's the reason you rank the movie so high. Yep, you even said it. <laughs> There's so many that I. That I love, but oh yeah, all, all of us too. But you gotta choose one. <sighs> no, it's so hard. Indecisive over one. here. I guess I'm gonna go with, and I'm sure you guys are probably gonna know who I'm gonna say. Cruz Ramirez. I knew that was. Yeah. It. I mean, yeah. she's, she's a female she lead great. in Cars. I mean, just to see like a female presence. She's so motivational with McQueen. Like. I don't know. You waited in line to see her. I mean, I, well, like, technically, we had, but then I had to get a selfie. I know because, because they rolled her away. They rolled her out. She <laughs> rolled, rolled out. out. But um, it was so rude of them. No, I think like to see a female racing car in the Cars movie that was really cool. Yeah. So. Yeah, she's a great character. She is. Who does the voice? Do you know? Is, is it anybody um, notable? It's not. I don't. Think. I didn't think it was. Yeah, she's not like mm. a superstar. I, I would know the name if I heard it. Catherine? Um, man, I have a few, like, I have a few that, like, are real deep cuts, and I'm like, could that well, that's, really that's be, what I like, because was... I'm like, well, I really love Gil from Finding Nemo. I think oh, he's, like, yeah. a badass, and it's Willem Dafoe, which, like, <laughs> freaking A, that is so cool. And Edna Mode is amazing. Like, she's one of the best characters. Um, but I I think I'm, I am going to go with a secondary character, but that just encapsulates the feeling of Pixar and it's gotta be Bing Bong. I think I uh, think Bing Bong's the coolest character. It's like literally like an amalgamation <laughs> of imagination and just like childhood wonder mm-hmm. and it's got the all the feels in that movie. He was I, my runner up. Yeah, I love Bing Bong. I love Bing Bong too. I yeah, Bong. see if He's I went so like cute. if I went deeper not that this is a deep cut, I mean it's a main character, but um, I really, really enjoy anger from inside oh, yeah. out. And well, that's—I uh, mean—that's like a supporting, yeah, like a supporting cast. And Lewis Black is like one of my favorite comedians. Yeah. Also, so. Dory. I mean, Dory's great. She's funny. She's yeah. like that, like dumb enough to tolerate, <laughs> but like you know what I want? Warming. I want a Roz movie. Oh, Roz! Oh, oh my gosh! Oh, yeah. I totally that's my yeah. secondary yeah. character. Celia. I like sh- I like Shmoopsie Poo. Like I like I like Celia a lot too. I think she's a good character. Crush guys. Oh, uh, you do dude. sing like a dude. You're <laughs> such an amazing kid. And like Prickle Pants. I love Prickle Pants from Toy Story. <laughs> I think he's phenomenal. Can't forget Wheezy. Oh, Wheezy. I love Wheezy too. Yeah, I mean, just 
Pixar is great, and this this was a good podcast. This got me excited to see Pixar Pier. Yeah. So, does anybody have any last call items? No. No. Well, for our foodies out there, there's two new items at the Magic Kingdom. Mm-hmm. So one is a Twinkie Sunday. Mm-hmm. Stop. And the second is it's right up it's, Matt's alley. Yes, it's Matt's probably. Two, I think two favorite two. things. Yeah, it's a ice cream sandwich made with churros. Oh god, as the that's sandwich. Sleepy Hollow, right? Correct. Yeah. Make a coffin out of that and bury, <laughs> and bury me in it. And well, I that's what you're gonna need after you eat it. There is another. Um, Key lime, was it the key lime? Oh, key float? lime float, yeah. The, oh, the, Maddie that. liked Maddie that too. <laughs> oh, I forgot he loves he key, key lime too. Yeah. A, a key lime churro would just be like. And that just added uh, pistachio yeah. something and we're just, all set. Yeah. So, so put me in that coffin that you made out of the churro sundae <laughs> and then roll me down a river filled with key lime float and Viking funeral me. That's how I want to go. I, I hope they have, I would like to try the, the churro. Because, like you said, the the um, the like it hurts your throat a little bit. <laughs> yeah, 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 you get that You're, aloha. Yeah, you get the, the. But maybe with the ice cream, it'll help. It's so, so I, good. Jungle. I would definitely yeah. be willing to try it. All right. And it looks decent size too. Oh, it's yeah, it's a big size. Oh, okay. Charge <laughs> likes this chicken spicy. Uh, so we will. Our schedule is going to be a little bit different. Um, so we might be releasing something special in between our next episode because there some of us are going to be in disneyland so we're really excited for pixar pier so i I know this podcast got me pumped um so just keep an eye on our social media accounts for um you know any changes in our schedule or any bonus material because we are going to try to get some reviews and you know and what would what would the internet be other than a uh a place to tell people that they are wrong. So feel free to reach out to us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and tell us how off base we were with this ranking. You know, we would love to have some healthy discourse. You know, yes, yeah, send us your list. All those good dinosaur fans. Yeah, reaching out. Yeah, if we have, um, like, if you want to put your list in the rankings, I'm sure we can make that work. Rob's yeah, maybe one of you guys out there. Excel spreadsheet. So if you want to, yeah, you know, we, we, we could do a fan ranking if yeah, yeah we got. You know, some rankings from folks. Yeah. All right. Well, everybody, happy Fourth of July, and uh, we're not. We're it's Rob's birthday before our next podcast Uh, too. So happy birthday, Rob! Thank you. Crack one open for you. You always get to go to Disneyland. Two years in a row. Yeah, that's pretty nice. I know. That's a good birthday tradition. (laughs) Yes. All right. Cheers, everyone. Cheers. Thank you for listening to WDW Happy Hour. Please like us on Facebook and feel free to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. If you enjoy the podcast, we encourage you to share by telling your friends and also writing a nice review on iTunes. Cheers.